Welcome to Bearish. We're not financial professionals, and this is not financial investment advice. Enjoy the episode. Wolf of Wall Street, the big short, and social network. Social network, not too much, but it's still about Facebook. Okay, so. I want to talk about the social network, because Jordan, uh, Jordan, Jared, <laughs> you loved it. Loved it. I thought it was just, like, it was subpar. Like, it was just not, like. What about it was subpar, though? I felt like I could have not wasted two hours and just sat there and read an article about how Facebook was made and how wow. Twinkle Winkle Dinkle got boned by uh, whatever his... The Winklevoss twins. Yeah, the He's Winklevoss referring to the Winklevoss twins. twins boys. Yeah, they got they got boned. And, and that's how you could have read an article about that. But instead you watched a two-hour movie. A uh, fantastic movie, by the way. Just... It could have been, get to the point. Like he screwed over the guys. Every other scene is them rowing boats. It's like okay. Hold on, did it. he really though? Did he really though? Did he really though? Did uh, he really what? Okay. Screw them over? Did he really screw them over? Not a, legally, I don't think so. Legally, no. Ethically, mm-hmm. yes. Huh. Okay. <laughs> Ethically, yes. Legally, I don't know how he had to give them money in any way. But compared to what Facebook has made, he was just throwing him a couple bucks, which props to him. Right. Well, I, I like the movie because, yeah, you could have read an article, but it was cool to visually see the making of a company. Like, you literally saw, like, what he went through to make Facebook, yeah. how he did it, the amount of coding. You know, that was, that was cool. Mean, yeah, and then was. the lawsuit was pretty well, – the, the movie was pretty much about w- One lawsuit, disclaimer right? about the movie, yeah. which I've learned recently, is that – um, they did an interview with Mark Zuckerberg about the movie. I think when it came out, they did in the interview. And he was very honest, and he said, yeah, a lot of that was glamorized, as are a lot of things in Hollywood. And really, those, you know those scenes where they were actually in the house, and they were, like, partying and, like, having girls over? It wasn't actually like that at all. And I can attest to this by actually seeing some startups and how they work. Usually, they're just at the desk, and they're coding all day and all night and it's not very glamorous at all Mm -hmm. like they're all disgusting and they haven't showered and it's not very fun and they're working constantly just to make sure that the business stays afloat and it succeeds yeah it seemed kind of funny the way they like portrayed it in that it was just basically like these harvard nerds just going batshit crazy partying but then also (laughs) making a social network that not a single person doesn't know what what it is right now I just thought it was kind of funny. I don't know. I felt like you could have read an article yeah. and you'd be like, cool. That, that was, that's nah. how Facebook was made. Well, I mean, it's and a movie. Then, it's for I entertainment. Disagree. Well, it's for entertainment. So I just remember that. Maxwell. I was not entertained at all. <laughs> well, let's, let's give them a little background. So the Winklevoss twins wanted to Winkle start Winkle. a uh, – <laughs> they wanted to start a website called Harvard Connect, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it started as um, – didn't it start as fine? Well, actually, the very first one. What uh, Zuckerberg made was basically like Tinder, but for school. Oh, it was oh, uh, no. face smash. <laughs> yeah, but wasn't it like you just picked the hotter one and just two yeah. girls came so, up and you just picked yeah. one? Yeah, and he, he crashed Harvard's uh, network and all that yeah. stuff. Um, but then the Winklevoss twins heard about yeah, Mark and heard about it. So, so they brought him in for like a business meeting or whatever, and uh, Mark... I mean, he, they told them what they wanted to do, and then Mark was like, gotcha. I'm in. Then he went back to his... Did he not say yeah, he I'm in. Yeah. Then he went back to his dorm and pretty much didn't 
communicate with them and did his own thing and made Facebook. But to be fair, like I said, when I said, uh, did he really screw them over? In the movie, he he said none of the coding you wanted is in Facebook. Yeah. He, he basically just took so, the, the rough like outline, idea. the idea, yeah. and just made it his own and did the coding himself. <clears throat> how he how they convinced the courts to make him pay him money is above my head. I don't really understand. Like, it was, was there an any like official? Company. Yeah, was there any official contract signed between them? Yeah, like that's what NDA. I never understood. I don't think there was. Yeah, no. I don't think there was. I think they went off text was. and emails of them, of the Winkle yeah. saying, this is what we want to do. <laughs> and then that was their evidence of, like, they stole his idea. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was it was pretty clear that Mark was stalling yeah. until the Facebook, launched. you know, got, you know, launched and everything. Yeah. Um, and then... Another part is he, he fucks over his best friend, which that made me sad. Do you remember that part, Max? Yeah, and the guy yeah. came in and started screaming at him in the office, which he had every right to do so. God, that was sad. Didn't that it start by up. him canceling the bank account of Facebook? Yes, And yes. then so this got was, mad and retaliated and blah, blah, blah. That's what the Basically, movie... Like, What's this guy? Andrew Garfield. He got nothing. <clears throat> yeah, uh... That's what the movie... Yeah, we don't really know. Well, I forgot the guy's actual name. Eduardo Eduardo, Eduardo something. Sabrin. Yes. Uh, he was like the uh, CFO. That's where Mark got all the money at first. Yeah, and uh, he went to New... Eduardo went to New York while Mark went to... Um, California. Palo Alto. Yep. Sil- Silicon Valley. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and then... Um, so... Eduardo was trying to, you know, get banks in, interested in investing and all that stuff. And then he met uh, the guy from, uh, what's the what's the music oh, thing? Napster? Yeah. God, I can't remember the name. Na- yes, Sean Napster. Parker. What was his name? Sean Parker, yeah. Oh. And Sean Parker, like, got him uh, interviews with banks and investment firms a lot quicker than uh, Eduardo did. So Eduardo got pissed. He became part of Facebook, uh, Cut the bank account. Huh? Uh, Sean, uh, the Napster guy became Sean Parker. Facebook, right? Yeah, he was yeah. their president yeah. for a while. My, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, but pretty much, uh, Eduardo got pissed, stopped the bank account, stopped the funding. Mark got pissed and had him sign a contract. And I guess Eduardo didn't read it. Uh, Eduardo signed a contract saying that when they were going to introduce more shares, the only person's ownership that would get diluted would be Eduardo's. So I think his ownership went from like 33% to like like 1, 1 or 2%. It was so low. Yeah. You're muted, Max. You're muted, Max. You're muted, yeah. Max. Isn't that kind of his fault for <laughs> not really reading it? Like, I mean, yeah, technically, technically it is. Yeah, but you can't. Yeah, technically, but Mark is a piece of shit for that. Kind of I mean, imagine what would have yeah, happened yeah, if he messed. actually read the whole thing and found out that that clause was in there. How do you think he might have reacted if he saw the whole thing? Well, I mean, in a justifiable way, he would have been like, either give me more, or I'm not doing anything for you. But at the same time, yeah, it, I wish... it's almost like it wouldn't have hurt Facebook because they had Sean Parker to go and connect him to banks. So I don't know. Yeah, but either way, he would have kept 34% of the company. Oh, true. If oh, he yeah, wouldn't yeah, have yeah, signed yeah, it. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That is true. Uh, now, that, it just seemed like a really drawn-out way to explain what happened. I mean, yeah, visually it was cool. And then, like, it was dramatized. 
Yeah, they they dramatized it yeah. to make it seem like more interesting. Like I said, that that part, those parts in the house, not very accurate to what an actual startup does. So there's just that's just one example of all the different dramatizations that they probably did in that movie. But it was kind of entertaining. They also made it, yeah. They also made it seem like it was all about a girl, like just to get back at a girl. And Mark Zuckerberg said absolutely not. He was already with his girlfriend now, mm-hmm. I think, when. He Once made Facebook, like so they made it seem like he was trying to get back. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I liked it. Max, you didn't like it. Whatever, like it. it's fine, dude. <laughs> R- rating. Logan, did you even see it? Yeah, rating I've seen it a few board. times. What are your thoughts, though? What are we giving it? Seven Ooh, out of ten. Five. Yeah, about Max, an eight. Five. I give it no. I, Personally, I love it. I'm gonna. Give I give it a seven. It's just because of those inaccuracies, you know, that oh, I talked wow. about. Because that docks it a lot. I love Jesse. I love Jesse Eisenberg, yeah. so I'm gonna give it a nine. Okay. Fair enough. Wow, nine. Speaking of accuracy, I loved it. it most of most all, uh, I wouldn't say most all. Most of Wolf of Wall Street is, um, like factually correct. Yeah, because that was right. based off of because yeah, they based it off the book, which was yeah, written like by Jordan. Most, right. Exactly. Of course, they had to. The only thing that I saw mm. that he was like, yeah, it wasn't entirely like mm. factually true. Is um, <laughs> bro, that's and tell me that's not sick though. He's just standing up in front. Hold of on, him. hold on. Do you know where that came from with Matthew McConaughey? It was no, I read, I read his no, well, it was, but I read his book Green Lights, and Matthew McConaughey actually does that in between takes to like calm himself down. Like that's an actual thing he does. So when he was doing it in between takes, Leonardo DiCaprio was like, "What are you doing, dude?" And he told him, and he was like. He was like, let's let's do that. Let's include it into the film. So they did. And that's how I got that's into the film. Sick. Like Matthew McConaughey so actually sick. does that. Yeah. But I remember in the uh, scene where they're on the boat and the boat crashes and then the helicopter <laughs> crashes. Like, Hold on, hold on. We're getting way out of pro- – hold on. Let's, let's do like an overview yeah, first. Because <laughs> people that have never seen it are like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah, it was like a, pl- like a dogfight in the air, man. It was crazy. <laughs> um, so Jordan Belfort was like a stockbroker. Uh, and that's what Matthew McConaughey he owned the brokerage that Jordan worked for, and then in 1987 the the big crash that happened. 1987, yeah, Jordan got laid off. A lot of loss. Like yeah. he was, he was. In, I, don't, I thought it was, no, like, no, no, it was no. like his first week or something like that. He was training. Yeah, he was training, and then he passed his test, and he was able to go on his own. And that was like his first week. He was like Wall Street chewed me up and spit me out like in week one. Yeah. And mm. that, that yeah, was, I, I know was it was Black very Friday. soon. Yeah, that was Black. Yeah, that Friday. was Black. That was Black Monday. Monday. That was Black Monday. Black it just Friday. yeah, it just completely <laughs> tanked. It, it tanked for it no reason. Shopping? So they. they, they <laughs> <laughs> I meant Black Monday. Um. So what? So what happened then? Uh, Jordan went went to work for like this um, this really shitty looking brokerage in the middle of nowhere that that focused on pink slips and penny socks. Yeah. Laundry, Super, yeah, super unregulated, funny. right? Pink slips and oh, stuff like that. Well, he, he yeah. asked when he came in, he was because like, they're not regu- very liquid. Yeah, like, they're not very liquid. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, right. So explain yeah. what a pink slip is and how that works, if you can. It's just it's just a list of companies. It's just a list of penny stocks okay. that aren't on the like really make it. really cheap companies. Yeah, yeah they the couldn't NASDAQ make it on the actual the New York Stock Exchange, like right. Okay. They, they can't or the yeah. They yeah. can't make it on the whatever. At least that's what that's what it have. was back then, anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah. So he would get he would pretty much hype these stocks up, 
um, for a lot of investors to invest in because these brokers make a commission off the investment that they get. And that's what Matthew McConaughey was talking about. He was like, if a stock goes from eight to 16 and your guy is all happy, don't let him sell. Have him reinvest those earnings into another company so you get paid again. Right. And so, I mean, it, it kind of showed the shit part of Wall Street, to be fair. And so is the big yeah. short, which we will get to. Right. The, um, at the, the one that Matthew McConaughey was running, he said commission was only a couple percent. I can't remember the exact. It's like, I don't know, it was only a couple percent. But uh, this, these yeah. penny stocks, these pink slips, were 50%. So, yep. you know, if they <laughs> sell a dollar worth, they pocket 50 cents. 50 cents. Whereas at yeah. the other place, if they sold a dollar worth, they were pocketing a couple cents, which is So, Mike, he, at the end of the day, he could give, you know, he couldn't give two whether the stock went up or down. If he sold 50 grand to a guy, he made 25 grand. Uh, Regardless of the outcome. And then said, see ya. Right, regardless right. of whether the stock goes up, whether the stock goes down. Right. And um, in the movie, it's hilarious. He's selling someone on it, talking about they have like the most technologically advanced systems and all that yeah. stuff. And it shows a picture of the thing, and it's a dude working from his garage. It's literally just a garage. It's a garage. The like hanging. Yeah, ridiculous. What was it called? Like Teradyne or something like that? So Aerodyne technology. Aerodyne. That's what it was, yeah. bro. And he was like, he was like, it's an up and coming company. You gotta get in it. You gotta get in Ever seen? <laughs> They're gonna use him in the military, yeah. and it's like, yeah, okay. They're gonna do that. Yeah. So, yeah. So then, um, Jordan made so much money doing that, he decided to open up his own broker brokerage and called it Stratton Oakmont. Um, we all know I wanted that flag, but I got the stocks one instead. But <laughs> I think one of us should get that flag. So Good really, fun. what Stratton Oakmont did, they focused like uh, I don't know if they focused on penny stocks, but they focused on pump and dumps. So they would have a lot of their capital, their own capital, in these stocks. They would call up these investors and be like, "You have to get in this." You know, they would sell them the dream, like they did at the other place. The investors would pour money in. It might have been penny stocks. I don't know. Some of them uh, they, they'd pour money in. Just some of them were, and then they would they would throw in like. Um they would throw in like uh, Kodak and stuff is what they said, like recognizable, like they changed it along the way. They would throw in recognizable, like blue chip type stocks and they'd say, oh, by mm-hmm. the way, now that you're buying Kodak, also, what about oh, this one, this sense. penny stock one? Yeah, I'm that's pretty sure what they still got the commission. And that's where the, the money stocks. was made. Yeah, they didn't give a, yeah, they yeah. Didn't give a damn about Kodak because they'd only sell a few of them. But then they were like, these penny stocks, though, you can really get a bang for your buck. You can buy 250K of them and then double, triple right. that value. And so that's where they made you're their exactly money. Exactly right. So gotcha. yeah, you're right. That was the illegal thing, though, right? Them putting their own capital to kind of manipulate it and then taking their money out. I didn't understand what yeah, the exact it was, legal uh, part of it was. Uh, it was the pump and dump. It was their them. Own money. It was them. You talking yeah, about before they, they had, got huge, or well, they after they got huge? Too, did no, they not? During, I don't know. But it wasn't like serious money then. But yeah, that that was it. It was like I they think in the, the beginning, shoes, it's what they they did. What you're saying, where they Hyped them up on these big stocks. You know, they gave them the really good, uh, recognizable ones. And then they went to the cheap ones and made money. And then once he got big enough, I think that's when they started doing the market manipulation stuff, illegal stuff like yeah. that. Right. Yeah, because they would put their money into these these stocks, these penny stocks, and they would sell these investors a dream, right? These investors would pour money in. The stock would shoot up. And then they They'd would take, take their money out. Yeah. And then it would dump right back down. Unlucky, right? fucked a lot of people yeah. uh at the end of the day jordan went to jail 
uh, and he had to pay, I believe the cost was $110 million to the people he fucked over. He and I believe he's paid back zero dollars. Really? I looked, yeah, because if, if you look up his net worth, he's like negative $100 million. I don't he's know paid if that's back true. like nothing. <laughs> Hold up. We have to look How this up. How does he exist? Because right after we watched the movie a few weeks ago, which is like the sixth time I've watched it, I finally looked up that's his net worth, and it was in the negatives, and I thought it was a glitch or something on Google. It's crazy because like, he, he's talking about like the, the parties that he threw in the office. And yeah. like the midget throwing. No, he was did. ordered. Like he was real. ordered to pay back 110 billion to his customers, so he had to. Imagine going to work and throwing little people around. Like that was the type of life that he lived, and then just banging out drugs, and then strippers were in there. Like he was like that was all. It's a very, shit. yeah, it's a very uh, different feel to the Big Short. Like this is like mm. this. Mm. You know what the Wolf of Wall Street reminds me of? If Wall Street bets was a hedge fund, <laughs> oh no, that's that, what the that's what the Wolf of Wall Street Actually, reminds me of. That's perfect. And and then the, yeah. the Big Short is like normal Wall Street. This the Big Short is quite depressing. It to be really honest. is because the whole yeah. movie, yeah. you you want it to happen because you want the guys to get. Well, that's gonna give it away. I, I don't know if, if. No, let's go into it. Let's well, go the into whole it. movie, you you they planned it right. They knew what they were doing. They called it. They looked at all the financials. What did they call Max? The 2008 financial crisis, the the mortgage. Yeah, the, the, the they they knew the housing market was gonna collapse yeah, because right. of the subprime mortgages. Yeah. That that was insane. That's such a that's such a confusing topic to try yeah, and explain. To, well, here I'll try to explain it because I I'm in real estate and stuff, so I I kind of know a subprime a subprime uh, borrower is someone who doesn't he's not good not he they're not good with their credit, so they either have a lack of history. Or they have a lot of uh, negative, you know, aspects Unpaid to their credit. So they they're they're deemed a high risk mm -hmm. to lend to. Mm -hmm. So the interest rate will be higher. Um, so when the the 2007-2008 financial crisis was partly due to the dot com bubble in 2000, because when the market crashed in 2000, the Fed, like they did this year or last year, cut interest rates. I think it was from 6.4 percent down to all the way to one percent, and this. Um, this is normal, right? They want to stimulate the economy. This encouraged people and businesses to, you know, borrow money, spend money, and it also encouraged um, people to buy houses because interest rates are low, right? And that's what that's what happened in 2020. The housing market boomed. Mm -hmm. um, so as as more people are buying houses, more banks are lending money. The banks are making a lot of money, and then uh, the houses the houses uh, price is going up, right? So what happened was the banks got greedy and they started lending money to people that really shouldn't have been buying houses. They started making these mortgages a lot more available than they really should have been. And uh, there was just no chance these people were going to pay back their mortgages. And the people, uh, Michael, Michael Berry is one, or Burry, which Burry. one is it? I think it's Burry. How do you say it? Is it Burry? Yeah, yeah. He, he realized this and was like, Holy shit. Yeah, he, he, like, he sent people awful. out to start looking at homes. And in the movie, they went up to this one guy and they were like... Oh, that was uh, Steve Carell. That was yeah, a, that they were was, like, that was is blah, blah, blah here. And um, the guy was like... Because I guess that's who signed off on the loan, correct? Yeah. Yeah, he was like, mm -hmm. is blah, blah, yeah, blah here. Like that. Yeah, and he was like, uh, if you're speaking about my landlord's dog, no, he's not here. <laughs> and it's like, 
right. the the loans that they were giving out to these people, you needed such little background check. The guys, the the um, mortgage brokers that were selling them out, they knew that they didn't need any kind of credibility. They, they knew that these guys weren't going to pay them back. But the commission no. that they got, they got it right when they signed the papers. So they'd go through, the papers would go through. And then if the next day they defaulted, it didn't matter to the brokers because they already got their money. So they would, they were talking to like a, I think it was a stripper at one point or some kind of, was it, was it not a stripper? Yeah. yeah. Yep. They were talking to a stripper She was in a ridiculous point. house. Yeah. She was in a crazy house. And then she also was like, yeah, I got this home, this home, this home. Like she was like, yeah, I got four or five of these different kind of loans from the same guy. And obviously they're not going to pay it back, but that broker just made, just banked how much money, you know, they were just giving out loans willy-nilly knowing mm-hmm. that they weren't going to be paid right. back but they just wanted their commission did not give a fuck yeah did not care exactly yeah um and it was just a matter of time um so so before we get into any more uh michael berry is a real person and he made billions of dollars for his hedge fund and he immediately shut it down afterwards because he was so upset with how wall street was working mm-hmm. and i um i don't remember i don't remember the person steve carell portrayed uh like, like portrayed i don't remember his name so what the but also um, what these banks were doing is they there's different um levels or rankings to loans there's like yeah a double a triple a then b and blah 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 and the further you go down like mm-hmm. the b's and uh i want to say double a is the best one or triple a triple a is the best AAA. one it goes triple yeah. a double a like a and then it goes b and then all these b's and everything and this is and just a rating what they were doing yeah, it's basically how a rating of the of the mortgage. Yeah, yeah. how quote unquote good these loans are, um, and basically what they were doing is they were I forgot what the word that they used, but they were packaging up all of these B's C- and double C- B's and CDOs. A's. Yeah, yeah, or C- CDI or C- CDOs or CDIs. CDOs. CDOs. Yeah. CDOs. And they were called CDOs. Collateral. I think it's. Is it collateral debt, debt obligation, Mike? Can you check me on I'll that? I'll double check, but yeah. yeah the, the I actually think you're right. Way. But they would sell these off as a AAA rating. So they would package up all these garbage dog pile loans and sell them off to people as the best of the best that you can get. So they were basically like masking the actual shittiness of what were they, these bonds are. Were they? Were they only able to do that just due to the sheer amount of things that were in there? Like all of them? So they could package it as this triple right. so I still a don't bunch, get that. They got a bunch together to make it mimic a or make it. It was a bunch of illegal shit. Yeah, there was I mean, no. We, they it, found a way to You can't really make money. understand it because it was illegal. Exactly. And, and that's what it was saying. It was like it turned into people like they, they used a, like Selena Gomez in one scene as like in the casino. They were like it was people saw ways to make money and started making up things, which is what these CEOs basically were. And they were like, I'm betting mm-hmm. on this, this person. Like they, they did a, a, uh, like a metaphor at a casino. They were like the person playing, this person bets on this person. Then that person bets on that person. It was a bunch. It was like a line of people betting on what is going to happen. And that was equivalent to these like CDOs. It was a long list of people just throwing money at it. All, and just gambling, basically. All of those CDOs that you just described, they're called synthetic CDOs because they're based off of an actual CDO. Um, so that's, they that's what the betting their, on bets was talking about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's called a synthetic like, CDO. A lot of them, 
Right. A lot of them weren't even betting on anything real. They were betting on things. Ha- like, it was a long list of things. They're betting and, on another uh, bet. <laughs> exactly. And that's, that, that's what was going on. So what this Jeez. Michael Burberry or whatever, is that his name? Burry. 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 Yeah, what he did. I'm not good with names. Uh, what he did <laughs> is he basically shorted these things. Um, these these yeah. CEOs and said these things are going to fail. No, no, no. He, he shorted. He shorted. I don't know if he shorted the CDOs. He shorted mortgage-backed securities, which is what hedge funds held. Right. I, they were they were backed they were backed by you know mortgages. Right. Well, what he did, he saw and, all these defaults. and when they defaulted, the mortgages were worthless. Yeah, and that's why hedge funds got fucked. And it happened in like a domino effect, like the the. The double B's would fail because they're the worst, and then yeah. the B's would fail, and then he was like, "Once these, he used like a little Tetris or what? Are, what are the things called? Jenga, the tower thingy." Yeah, he used Jenga, and he was like, "Like at the bottom, it was like this is the this is the double B, and he would knock out that one. This is the B, and then eventually the whole thing would fall. The whole thing would collapse because all of these CDOs they were made out of, you know, garbage worth of of loans. They would individually they'd each start failing." And then the whole thing would topple down. So he shorted this. That was that was Jared. That was Jared Vanette. That he was played by Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, basically, he's what the he one. Did he is, was is, he was the one that did he that. shorted it, and because he did all the financial background, he he in the movie it shows you know files upon files of him looking at these loans and um, people you know failing on them. And here's here's my least favorite part of the whole movie. And to this day, it wasn't, I mean, not even just the movie, just life in general. Is how much trouble did these bankers and people get in? Zero. Yes. Zero. In the Zero. movie, it made a Government joke about that. Out. It was like, oh, and this to guy this went day. to jail, this guy went to jail. And then he was like, and that's what we wish what happened. Like, it didn't happen. Yep. Zero. I think, I actually think only, I think literally one person went to jail. But to yeah. be, to be uh, clear, Jared Vanette is a fictional character. He's just, he's based on a real person named Greg Lippman, and that's who Ryan Gosling played. And Steve Carell played a, also a fictional character uh, named Mark Baum. Why'd but they give him fake is names? Steve Eisman. I don't know. Maybe. Everyone said I. I don't know. Sorry. But yeah, um, but Mar- Michael Burry's, he's real. He's a real guy. They're all real guys, just. Fake names. I don't know why. Maybe to protect their identity right. or something. But their identity. And as names. we all know, who they play. Right. I know. Well, like we said at the beginning, it was kind of a really depressing movie. And in the end, the guys that shorted it, there was like a group of like three of them, four of them. Well, actually, everyone started off and on, but like the main like three, they were actually like super depressed. They were in the casino. They were like, "We're gonna be billionaires." And the and Michael, uh, Brad Pitt. No, this was Brad Pitt. Oh, well, he, Brad he was, Pitt was like, "Do you guys realize what you just right. did?" He was. Yeah, he was like, "You guys bet against the American economy. If this happens, we're gonna be fucked." Yeah, it, and they were like, "Oh." He was like, "If if this yeah. plays out, people are gonna be on the streets, hungry, homeless." And what it did, yeah. it played out, and these select few people were literally billionaires, like swimming in money. Billionaires, like they made yeah. such crazy amounts of money, and it was all because, like, the whole movie, you're kind of like, "Oh, like." I can't wait for them to like make their money, but then at the end it kind of reels you back in and is like, this is the reason they made money because people were yeah. being crooked, and the American people now are in a like the American economy is now in a complete recession like we never like we haven't seen in like years. Yeah, and the and the people that the people that called that caused it, you know, the the banks and the bankers and the loan officers and all that, none of them got in trouble. Mm-hmm. 
None which of them. were None. And it's, completely and illegal. It, stuff. it really gave you a sour taste. It gave you a sour taste in your mouth about Wall Street because that shit happens. You know what I mean? Like money, money makes the world go around, and the the greed in Wall Street is absurd. And it, it, at the end of the movie, you just sat there and you're like, man, like that, like that's how it works. That's how it really works. Like these banks and these hedge funds, all they care about is money. Right. Yes. Money, money, money. And they don't care about like the people and the the jobs. They knew and, what they were doing. Like that's what, yeah. Shorting a stock, shorting a stock is the same way. Like it's it, it feels weird when you do it. Like you're betting on that company to fail. Yeah, that's what I hate. It's, and yeah. it's it's crazy because pre like 2008, they uh, mortgage brokers and and bankers and stuff were probably considered you know a high class job. A lot of people wanted to be it. And then post 2008, these guys were were hated. They were disliked because of all the crooked behind the scenes stuff that they that they were doing which then made the whole mm-hmm. economy collapse it's uh it's a pretty it's a good movie but it's kind of sad in the end just because everything kind of comes together but you very, knew it was going to happen the whole very, time yeah. right like you yeah like you said max you were like waiting for it to happen you were waiting for the market yeah. to collapse and these guys to get rich and then once it happened like the movie did an amazing job at making it making it like how it is like it's like sad. you realized yep. it yep. yeah yeah, like you realize it, it kind of it kind of made you realize that money didn't mean shit in this situation. Like this was about the people of this country yeah. getting absolutely railed the, by the financial system. The visuals oh in that movie and, and the way it was directed, I think, was one of the better movies that I've watched just because it made it feel so real. And then about halfway through yeah. the movie, the the Michael was I mean, his plan was starting to come together, but he was kind it was kind of biting him in the ass because he was like these these loans are failing but the rates are going like backwards to what they should be doing and i don't know if this is because a lot of crooked stuff was happening behind the scenes i thought it i thought it i think it is i think banks saw it coming and were trying to save themselves and michael burberry like knew it and he was (laughs) michael burry right man michael (laughs) burry michael bailey michael michael (laughs) bailey knew it and so <laughs> we went to high school. <laughs> no, he, I don't know his name. So College for a few name. years he too. Um, anyway, they, they knew it was happening. And this guy was getting so pissed because he ran a hedge firm and all of his clients were leaving. They were like, you're losing me millions on millions of dollars. And yeah, they were like, give me. Yeah. Back and they were like, I'm good. leaving. Like he sent out an email and he was like, I'm freezing everyone's account. I'm not letting it out. I know this is going to happen. You're just going to have to wait it out. And what made it even more yeah. frustrating is the banks were really just trying to save themselves and get out, get themselves out first before the. They were trying the to get the same thing. So what these people, yeah, what these people bought were credit default swaps. I believe. Yeah, that's what they were called. Something like that. And now, and the banks were trying to get their hands on yeah. them. Because they knew it was going to happen. Um, they knew it was going to happen all along. Yeah. They just didn't care. Yeah. And they knew um, they weren't going to get in trouble. Yes. So Steve Carell's guy, I guess his name in real life is Steven Eisman. Let me make sure. Mark, yeah, Steve Eisman. This guy, uh, he hated banks. In the movie, he hated banks, despised them, despised you know hedge funds. Pretty much worked on Wall Street, but despised Wall Street, which was you know ironic. And he, the reason he got into this short position was because he wanted to, you know, he wanted to fuck the banks. And when at the very end, you see him, he's sitting on a on a balcony, you know, talking to one of his uh, coworkers, and he was like, "None of these bankers are gonna get in trouble. Like nothing is gonna it's happen no to them." Off their back. And it was really, it was a real sad moment. 
the banks um, just closed. That's pretty much it. That's really the only negative that Some of them, happened. yeah. Some, some of them. Did. Yeah, some of them. Before we all get depressed, uh, we have to rate Wolf of Wall Street and The Big <laughs> oh, Short. Yeah. Wolf of Wall Street. Since, like Max said, I'm pretty sure it's based on... I mean, obviously, there's some Hollywoodization and dramatization and stuff like that. Um, I'd still give it like a 9, 9.5. Bro, 10. It was so good. The thing is, I feel like Wolf of Wall Street and The Big Short... I would rate them very high each, but both for different reasons. Like... Yeah. Like, yeah. the Wolf of Wall Street, you, you could feel, like, the energy of the movie. Like, you felt like you were part of the whole, like, firm and everything. Like, it was awesome seeing the roller coaster of emotions. And uh, the, um, what's his name? Jordan Belfort, the guy who played him. I can't remember his name. Um, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. How dare you? Played the part so, so well. Like, his so energy well. was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Great like it actor. made you feel like he was on drugs and you were there like with him partying for that mm-hmm. reason like, <laughs> which is amazing no. um, it's it, but the, on the other hand the the, the, the big short the guy who played Michael uh, Bradbury Burry. Michael Bradbury just <laughs> oh. just played it so good as well like he, he was a weirdo it's outcast Christian Bale that's Christian yeah, Bale he was a weirdo outcast and Steve Carell was a weirdo as well. I'm like, I, I don't know. It's just the way they played their weirdo parts. Brad Pitt. A tit. Yeah. <laughs> great, great cast in that. Wow, great cast. Brad yeah. Pitt. Unreal Christian cast. Christian Bale, Steve Carell, Jer- or, uh, Ryan Gosling. I'd give both of them like um, a nine I'm for, gonna have for to different s- reasons. For completely different the, reasons. The Wolf of Wall Street, I'll give a nine, nine, nine and a half. We'll go with nine and a half because okay. Leonardo DiCaprio is amazing. Yeah. The Big Short's a ten. Yeah, no I was doubt, gonna say that. No doubt in my mind, it's a ten. It was emotional. The big short's a ten. It's the best movie. It, it, it was a, it yeah. was emotional because it Mike really thoughts, showed you what was yeah. happening. Oh, I said ten for Wolf of Wall Street because I mean, as a film, it was pretty cool. Martin Scorsese did an amazing job with it, but also, yeah, amazing Leo job. carried that thing super, super well, mm-hmm. and even his supporting yeah, cast yeah. members did a really good job. Like Jonah, Jonah Hill, yeah, he did. Jonah <laughs> Hill did great, man. Yeah, uh, Mike, um, big, big short, short, big short, big short. Uh, I think yeah, as a film, it it would be definitely like a nine or a nine and a half, something like that. Although I have one thing to say about you know it's kind of biased, and here's why. Um, okay. I watched a documentary from HBO explaining the the government side of how this all played out because while this was all happening, the government had to bail out, of course, the the banks, right? Uh, in order for mm-hmm. them, in order for basically the entire economy not to collapse. And the way that they portrayed it in that documentary right. was that it was either we bail out the banks and we we have a hard time, like it's it really crashes, but it doesn't completely collapse, or we don't bail out the banks and then the entire world economy fails. At least that's the way that they portrayed it in the documentary. And apparently, uh, in the which is I mean, in the scary. documentary, they were describing like they. All the people who were involved with it described the experience of going to the Federal Reserve. And the Treasury Secretary told them, like, you're going to take this money from us. And they did not have a, like, they didn't have a say. Like, they had to accept it. At least that's what they portrayed in the documentary. I don't know if they actually had to. Maybe they were under mm. some pressure. So either either way, it's, it's, a, it's a tough feeling to know yes. that even though those guys fucked America. Yeah. No trouble. They were the only ones not to get, you know, 
But what's the basically? What would be the alternative? Is the question? It's like, are you? I mean, yeah, they got out squeaky clean, apart from like a few people, and then a lot of the average Americans failed. But But, imagine if the entire world economy had failed. What that? Yeah, yeah, right. Absolutely right. I'm just you can bail out the bank and still bring justice. Yeah, to the people that did it. Like, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, it felt eerily similar. I don't know about that one. It the felt auditing. I don't know about to that what one. happened with with Robinhood. To be completely honest, like it, it just—that's a totally separate that. point. But it's just like, how do you? Robinhood put their whole theme and their positioning in the market as a free market, and you know we're trying to make small guys heard. Again, and what did they do? Like, I want to play devil's advocate. How cheated did you feel? It was ridiculous about that. It's literally yeah, like they so grabbed n- money out of your. Not market. even about. Not even about Robinhood, but how she did. Like, how mad were you at the hedge funds? Because uh, they 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 shorted it, then got screwed on the short, then did it to where the price would go back down so that they could buy in yeah. and do the opposite, they and then make the stock go back up. They probably made yeah, more it's, money. You know what I'm saying? Then what they it's it so bad. Again, it, it's just exactly. That's, yeah, I mean, no one gets like you said, Max. Or uh, yeah, Max. Like you said, it was. It's very similar. And they're both very similar in the sense that it was right in front of the everyone's face. Oh, yes. like everyone it happened. knew like what was going on. You saw it. You knew what happened, but you couldn't do anything about it. And you knew, and you knew nothing was nothing bad was going to happen to them. It's actually kind of mind blowing. And like, just imagine, just imagine that, just imagine that, but in two thousand eight, and right. you're losing your house, yeah. and you got, and you're like, and you're homeless these, and hungry. It's, it's like seeing a crime, yeah. and then the the government and police seeing the crime too, and you're looking at them like, are you going to do anything? And they're like, no. And then they look the we're other going way. Home. Yeah. Like it's just crazy, <laughs> man. Crazy. Yeah. Again, devil's advocate. Ahead, if Mike. they didn't, if they didn't do that, if they, if they had let it go, uh, Robinhood probably would have gone out of business because they didn't have enough capital to, 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 to pay off the, the, the trades. So yeah. you either let the whole platform die, or you let a few people. Again, it sucks. Nonetheless, there's nothing. No, wrong, I agree. But it's either you let the whole thing die, or. You a, a couple of people get uh, you know screwed over for lack of a better short, term. Short answer to that, what what I say to that, you made this platform. Understand what this platform can turn into and create, <laughs> and possibly put regulations on it, in precautions before any of that kind of stuff happens. And also right. with the whole shorting thing, with GameStop individual individually. 120% of their shares were shorted. That is more shares than are even in regulation. How mm-hmm. that is able is to absurd. be accepted and done, you should know. Say say, the the what the shorts wanted to happen actually happened. There's not even enough shares to fulfill all the orders that were happen, that, that were placed. So it's like you're almost I don't I don't even understand how to put it. You're you're shooting yourself in the foot. Like you know what's gonna. Ha- you, you want something to happen, but then when it happens, you're like, oh wait, we didn't actually think that was gonna happen. Or you, yeah. you know, like it's like yeah. And, right. and this is crazy. Mike, your your devil advocate points are like completely valid for both scenarios, yeah. but either way, there was wrongdoings. Bad, yeah. There was wrongdoings in both scenarios, and the fact that nobody's gone to jail for this Robin Hood thing is still crazy. And we talked about this last episode. They did not have to stop the buying they could have halted it mm-hmm. which is normal. Altogether. they could which have halted normal. the stock that it happens exactly normally. they could have just halted it but instead they said you can only sell that that's that's what makes it completely that's, completely, that's completely messed up yeah 
Yeah. Exactly. But you can exactly. only halt it so, so many times. So your times. devil advocate points is but you can only right. halt it so many times, right? Before you have to let it well, keep going. He doesn't mean I mean he doesn't mean they halted. He's stock. saying the people that the people the that SEC. run Robinhood didn't have to halt the actual stock. They just had to halt trading on their platform. But how can you halt buying but not selling? That's, That's what, what we didn't get. Exactly. Like it doesn't make it to, sense. If they could force it to only sell for as long as they did, which is like a day or two, they can they can Halt it for a day or two. You Take know? both away. Yeah, right. Exactly. exactly. Uh, that's that's yeah. a different story. And the the most annoying thing is no one's getting yeah. in trouble. Same nope. thing. No one will get in trouble. And then <laughs> and then someone tried to sell like sue the guy that made tons of money off of it, saying that he did market manipulation. Right. Like Roaring Kitty. Bro, what are we ever gonna win? What are people that aren't no. already rich ever gonna win? Exactly. And that's what's I annoying. Mean, Even though, Mike, again, your points are very valid and they are correct. However, it's still sketch. Still oh, angry. it's still sketch. There are some things about this that are very yeah. sketch in both scenarios. I think, like, you would imagine after that, the big short situation, you would imagine that they would have done an entire audit of the, the whole situation and then found the responsible parties and then dealt with them. I don't know if that was actually no. done or not. Maybe it was, and we never heard about it because the media did not cover it. And the same thing with Robinhood. I think not clearly not. I think the Robinhood situation, according to the CEO, they're trying to figure out how to avoid this situation again in the future. But it happened. It's over. But they should still investigate it and make sure that any wrongdoing is dealt with, of course, within the SEC rules. I, I think and a laws. big. I think. Yeah. I think a big problem was a lot of these people were trading on margin. Oh. So they, I mean, it, it was money they didn't actually. That's own, why. You know, so I think so. Robinhood might, you know, in, like it, uh, increase the you know standards of people that are allowed exactly, to trade on margin. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, they made a platform that it was able to do this, so people are gonna utilize the options that they put out. And if you're yeah. scared of that actually happening, then right at the beginning, the foundation. Yeah put some kind of regulations on that before people actually get into it and then are screwed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. they made the platform to be able to do that. Exactly. Yeah. It's interesting with startups. I think they're, well, I don't know if they would be considered a startup still. I think they're like a unicorn at this point. They're pretty big at this point. They're generating a lot of revenue. But I think the, yeah. the common, maybe Logan, you've heard of this, Max and Jared too, but you've probably heard about like the startup mentality is to move fast and break things. At least that's how Facebook operated. But they got in a lot of trouble because of that. I think as a as a financial technology company, Robinhood hasn't been able to do that too much. Uh, so I don't think they're in the same boat as like a Facebook, where they they might have made some very very poor decisions about privacy or some other some other features that made people upset. But they definitely made a mistake in some regard that has mm -hmm. made a lot of people upset. And the yeah. only thing that they can do is move forward and fix it and don't let it happen again because if it does i mean a lot of people are going to be very very angry to to their uh credit it hasn't happened again and we've seen a few of those you know gme blew up again amc blew up again till okay. ray blew up sundial blew up a lot of these rkt just blew up and it hasn't happened so you know we'll, i guess they learned good hopefully. for them yeah hopefully, hopefully. right we'll see we'll i see. did that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. Mike, fun. out us out, my guy. Will do. 
All right, hopefully you guys enjoyed the episode. If you did, make sure to subscribe on our YouTube channel and don't forget to leave a like, it really helps us out. And don't forget to hit the notification bell so you get notifications straight to your phone whenever we upload. If you're listening on audio, don't forget to follow us on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. That also helps us out a lot. Finally, if you want to get in touch with us, if you want to ask us questions and chat with us, we're on Instagram, Twitter, Discord, and what's the last one? TikTok. I always forget them. Um, Follow us on all those platforms and hop on our Discord server so you can talk with us, ask us questions. Hell yeah. And we can have a great time in there. Hop us. Hop, hop exactly. us. Hop on. All right. Hop on us. Hop on us. <laughs> also, join the Discord. Hop on us, exactly. boys and girls. Baby. All right. Hopefully, you guys enjoy the episode. We'll talk to you later. Peace. Peace.